Radio Room presents. We need, um, flour. It doesn't say which brand. It's all the same. Flour is flour is flour. Sure, you got your whole wheat flour, your cake flour, and your... What the hell is gluten? This one has a night on it, which, I don't know, probably means it's strong or something. What's next on your mother's list? Huh? I asked. What's next on your mother's list? Oh, right. Sorry. I was just... You were just... What? Oh, good lord. Give me that phone. Hey! Uh-huh. <sighs> Grandma Maddie, give it back. Oh, well, my oh my. Grandma Maddie! Is this really how you kids talk to each other? Good lord. Are any of these words? Please, just give me back my phone. It's all just a bunch of pictures of faces and random letters smashed together. I'm not going to explain texting, Grandma. Then you explain to me where your head is at. And I don't mean in your phone. I really don't want to talk about it, Grandma Maddie. Fine, then. I'll hold on to this. Let's talk about something else. Please don't. I think I can see some kids from school. Oh, no. I don't care how old you are, how many eggplant emojis you get. You can still listen to your fatty old grandmother tell you stories that might stop you from making the same dumb mistake she made when she was your age. Are you really talking in the third person? Venice was a boondoggle, all things considered. Sure, we could have stayed there. Belle, Kingston, and me, acting as a triumvirate over all of crime in the city. But have you ever tried running a criminal empire? It's exhausting, even for three people. Plus, there's always the threat of dying. So, we decided to go home with our new arrangement firmly in place. I made Aunt Belle sign a contract of everything. Sure, the contract was basically Madeline Bernassi is my partner, not my employee. But she signed it. Of course, that was all before we got back to France. That was some excellent flying, Madeline. I'm very proud of how great a teacher I turned out to be. I think we shouldn't undersell my contribution. Yes, yes, we all know how you feel about the subject, but I'm her aunt. And since I've been in charge of most, if not all, of her education, I believe I should take the majority of the credit. For better or worse, mostly the latter. We've barely pulled up to the dock, and you two fall right back into your old routines. We We have have not. not! Besides, I basically trained myself, so I'll take the credit, thank you very much. Hey, whose planes are these? No idea. They certainly weren't here when I left. Mind you, I was a little drunk on brandy and anger at the time. But I'm certain I would have remembered these fine specimens. Kingston, come over and feel this riveting. Oh my! Well, this is indeed riveting. Yes. 
Yes, very riveting. The craftsmanship on this is astounding. I can't even feel where the plates meet. And Belle, do you smell that? Oh, yes. That's clean fuel. <laughs> no back alley dredge for you, eh, girl? <gasps> and the sight lines. A good 200 degrees unobstructed. You could see anyone and everyone coming after you. Do you think this is a... Fiat? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I doubt the Boeing Steerman could... Have workmanship like this. I am going to kiss whoever it is I have to kill to get into this beauty. Um, they say the Flying Bernassi's on the side. Are you sure you didn't buy them before you left? I said I was drunk on brandy and anger. Not drunk on brandy and extravagance. Then who put these here? Why does it smell like a barbecue? Hmm. Yes, there is a faint fragrance of fricassee in the air. Where is that coming from? The house. Oh, no. I don't think I left the oven on this time. We don't have an oven. I knew it. Kingston, watch the plane. Old routines indeed. What the... Hell? I've never seen this place so. so. clean! There was a method to the mess. Now everything is in order, and you can never find things when they're in order, Madeline. Let me tell you. You put something in its correct place, you're bound to never find it. The stove. Someone is. cooking a steak? And they drank all of my booze! Look at all these open bottles. I never leave this much unfinished. Well, if it isn't my favorite Bernassi's. Jamal. What the bloody hell are you doing sitting in my house? Your house? My house. Nice and comfy. Cozy, but not too cozy. With that lived-in charm. And let's not forget the view. Splendid. The Mediterranean for as far as the eye can see. Ah, ah, but the best part. It came fully furnished. For example, <clears throat> this lovely little ottoman is so adorable. And this globe with a not-so-hidden liquor cache. <laughs> I love my home. Your what? Did I stutter? My home. This is my stove and this is my steak. What are you doing here? If this is meant to be a joke, Jamal, it's not funny. Not that you knew anything about humor. Joke? <laughs> Bernasi, you misunderstand me. There is nothing humorous about this. Tell her, Madeline. This isn't what we discussed, Jamal. And what did you two discuss, Madeline? Aunt Belle, look, I thought you might have been dead. You remember when you and Kingston got shot down by Eudane in the Sahara? Vividly. Kingston almost admitted his feelings for me, and I dodged that like a bullet. What about it? Right! So you remember how Archie and I saved you, and you were very impressed, and also how you didn't die? I feel like I'm going to be very angry very soon. Well, to save you, which I did, remember that, I needed a plane. And since you had crashed yours, I... Oh no. You didn't. I made a deal with Jamal. Madeline, not even my life is worth a deal with this reprobate. I am right here, Banasi. I am fully and unfortunately aware of that, Jamal. Now please, shut that gaping pit you call a mouth. 
I am having a conversation with my niece, who I am sure will tell me this is all a very big, very bad joke. Well... What did you promise him, Madeline? Say that again, but louder. Now, with actual words... She promised me 100,000 francs. Madeline, that's not even a king's ransom. That's at least five kings and two princes' ransoms, give or take a prime minister. I'm not worth that much. What were you thinking? I was thinking you were going to die if I didn't do something. So I did... something. You made a deal with this devil? A deal you knew you couldn't repay? I figured yeah, She figured I would take any deal, no matter how implausible. That she would never have to worry about me making sure she paid her due. Uh, considering the state in which she found me, I would not blame her for thinking that. Uh, but, 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 I never forgot what you did to me, Bernassi. I lost everything I had because of you and Cat Dane. Then why don't you take it up with the Banshees? Last I heard, they kicked you, Dane, to the curb, and the Banshees voted Burdett as their new captain. <laughs> That's democracy for you. Because I'm not a madman, Bernassi. Asking those murderesses for money would be tantamount to suicide. And as I am someone who very much enjoys being alive, I am here. Jamal, you're not dumb enough to think we have the capability to pay you a hundred thousand francs. Of course not. I saw the state of this place. How either of you managed to live this long with all these doilies and cushions and, and, and never you mind. No, I do not expect you to pay me what is owed. Instead, I've taken your business and finally begun to run it with the panache that it deserves. You're kidding, right? Everyone across the Mediterranean knows the name Vanassi, for good or for ill. Mostly for ill. It is a name that garners emotions, expectations. Imagine what a real entrepreneur could do with that name. But the name comes with our faces. Like you said, we're known across the Mediterranean. Everyone is going to know we're not involved with your scheme. Little Banasi, don't you think I've already thought of that? Hey, you two, dinner is ready. About damn time. I'm starving. And you better not have overcooked the steaks this time. I asked for mine what The bloody hell are these idiots? Oh. My. God. It's like looking into a weird-sounding mirror. Big and little Bernassi, meet Anne-Marie and Karine, the new Bernassis. Isn't the likeness incredible? I met them both... Well, it doesn't matter where I met them. <clears throat> but look at them. No one would know they weren't the real Bernassis. Unless, of course, they opened their mouths. Hey! That's something coming from you. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Well, your accent is pretty unique, Aunt Belle. Look who's talking, pipsqueak. Don't talk to my niece that way. Ladies, ladies, please. We're professionals here. Either shoot each other or take it outside. I don't want any bickering in my kitchen. Jamal, this is ridiculous. Even if this woman might be the most beautiful specimen I have ever seen outside of myself, her horrendous accent will give up the goose. I have no bloody idea what you're talking about. See? Actually, why am I trying to talk you out of this terrible plan? You're trying to steal my business after you made a deal in bad faith. Wait. Cat got your tongue, Barnassi? Actually, Jamal, 
could you give me and Madeline um, a minute to discuss business? Take all the time you need. The customer is always right. I can't believe you just left me outside. I am blind, you know. Kingston, shut up and come with us. But I just got here, and it smells really good. Aunt Belle, before you say anything, I just want to reiterate... Madeline. ...that you and Kingston would have died. Madeline, this is the best news we could have gotten. Come again? I'm a bit lost myself. What are we talking about? Jamal wants to take over the business and replace us with weird-sounding doppelgangers, which... I normally would assume is a bad thing? Normally, yes. And normally, I would be spending this time trying to figure out a plan to get that idiot out of our home with the least blood spilled possible. I just had the carpets cleaned before Venice, and I am not getting them dirty. But do either of you two know how much debt this place is in? No. Let's just say significantly more than 100,000 francs. Madeline, what face is your aunt making? Is she making the I'm kidding face? She is most certainly not. It looks more like something akin to maniacal glee. Our uncomfortably attractive but audibly disquieting doubles are damn convincing so long as they don't talk. And that's to our advantage. We can use them to not only get clear of our debts, but also get us out of the crosshairs of brigands like the... Pirate Brothers Manchego and other villains who have come knocking at our doors these past few years. Are you saying we just leave our home to Jamal? Oh, I knew I raised an intelligent young woman who could connect the dots. We'll be free and clear for the first time in our lives. We can go anywhere, do anything, be anyone. The sky would quite literally be the limit for us. But we just got home. We did. But this place is just a building. Home is you, Madeline. And Kingston when I'm feeling generous. Hey! Together we could conquer Europe. Or at the very least, a small section of it. Let's start with Liechtenstein, perhaps. No. Barcelona. It's Warba. Regardless, there's no reason for us to stay here now that we have each other. We are including me in this, right? Of course we're including you, you idiot. Do you want to vote? Yes. Well, too bad. Quickly, get in the planes before I change my mind. We're about to go on our greatest adventure. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that you, Belle, and Kingston just up and left your home to Jamal without so much as a right hook? That is exactly what I'm telling you. But, but... That doesn't make any sense. Your total is twenty-four thirty-seven. Are you gonna pay? Just one second. After everything you and Belle went through, you just got up and left the first chance you got? That doesn't track at all. People aren't characters, sweetheart. They contradict themselves. They... Oh, what's the phrase? Whitman said it, and it was very smart and insightful. But this... this doesn't make any sense. You've already said that, dear. The story isn't done. Just hang tight and listen. And pay the man while you're at it. Where was I? Right. So, we'd made our plan and had just taken off. I could only imagine what Jamal and his ladies of the evening were up to back at the house. I found out years later. 
how is another story altogether, but assuming everything he told me was true. They're just leaving? I thought they would put up more of a fight, at least all right, Hook. Can't say I'm disappointed. Even if they did take my brand new planes, it'll cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah, but at least their original planes will give us the air of authenticity. Ah, vermicillitude. That's what counts in a gone. That mean we can eat then, Gov? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, go on, eat up. Uh, we've got a lot of planning to do. Planning? What's there to plan? People are gonna hire us based on our faces. We fly around a bit, we take their money. And then Bob's your uncle. Well, first, we need you both to learn how to fly. What's there to learn? What goes up must come down. Uh, it's a bit more nuanced than that, my dear Anne-Marie. <laughs> but I will make sure you both know how to fly before we take our first jump. Unless you want to come down in pieces. Hey, don't go threatening me or Karim. Well, I ain't gonna suffer none of that, you hear? A turn of phrase, my dear. My hands were made for counting money, not hurting women. I'm, uh, I'm not a barbarian, I'm a businessman. True, the distinction sometimes can be a little... Look, Doug, I can appreciate your concern, but we've learned a great many a thing, let me tell you. We can ride ours backwards if we so choose, pick a dozen pockets without ever getting caught. We can even, if we wanted, fix a car engine with nothing more than a bit of rope. So I think we know how to handle flying a plane. Pull up, pull up, pull up, pull all over, boy, let us hold it, pull up! I am, but the ground keeps coming closer! That's because you're pushing the controls in the wrong direction! You set up! It's up! You're pushing the, 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 the stick thingy forward! Forward is down, you idiot! We are going down! But the club backward is up! Oh my, they're gonna die. Does that mean I get their share? Well, that was close. Too bad. Bell? Who the hell are you? It's me, Archer Landley. <coughs> oh, yes. Hello, Archibald. Sorry, I did not recognize you with your... How the heck are you? I'm fine. Fine. Just fine. Are, are you okay? Your voice sounds Achoo. kind of... I, uh, have a cold. Uh, huh. Wait, is that Madeline up there? Yup. That is... Definitely Madeline up there. She... she came back and didn't say anything? Oh. <clears throat> uh, do you know when she'll come down? Hopefully not in the immediate future. Did something happen? She's a better pilot than that. Doesn't seem like it. Archibald, why don't you come back later? I... After Madeline is done flying. Uh, um, yes. It's just that I have something very important to talk to her about, and she hasn't been answering any of my letters or my... Later, Archie. I see. Right. Well, 
I guess it doesn't matter now anyway. What a dork. How many times forward is upward and backward is forward and all this and everything? You did it already almost kill us three times today. I would have killed you myself, you stupid dangerous. Oi! It's not my fault this here ship don't work, right? Up is down, down is up. How's anyone supposed to understand how any of this works? Seems Corinne's got landings down, though, huh? I saw my life and all of my past lives flash before my eyes up there. That we didn't crash is because I wrestled the controls from that imbecile and brought us down before the engine went out. Well, ain't you lucky? Luck has nothing to. <clears throat> Tell me, Anne-Marie, can you do any better than that, idiot? Probably not. I'm paid for my looks, not my skills. <clears throat> Very well. We'll just have to use you two as the front men, uh, front women and find someone else to pilot the planes. I knew those damn Anasi girls would get the better of me. Living it up, no doubt. What the hell did you do to piss off the Barcelonian mob? It wasn't me. It was Kingston. He was cheating at cards. Think very carefully about that statement, Belle. One moment. And there's plenty more where that came from. You better not be shooting to kill. Of course not. Fine, I admit it. I might have engaged in a little ledger domain on our evening stroll. What she means is that she pickpocketed a drunk as we were running from those police who recognized Belle from her wanted poster. You make it sound so tawdry. But speaking of running... Remember to zigzag! I've got you, Kingston. Not so tight around the chest. I can barely breathe as it is. Yes. Please catch your breath and stop interrupting. As I was saying, how should I have known that it wasn't a wallet I was taking, but a deed of ownership to a penthouse apartment? What kind of man carries that around with him? Someone paranoid? Maybe if you give it back, then they might stop chasing us. Don't be simple, Madeline. These are mobsters. If you argue like that, they may mistake you for an English politician. Besides, we need to get something out of this little misadventure of ours. Fine. Take this corner up ahead. Which way does it go? Away from here. Good enough for me. Oh, just wait until you see it. The address? Rambala del Raval. Oh, you can imagine. With a pedigree of our pursuers, I'm sure it's simply to die for. I wish you hadn't said that. That's far enough. You are surrounded and have a lot of explaining to do to Signora Rosco. All right, all right, almost done. Uh, number 42. You number 42? That's the number I took, but I'm sure you recognize me. Claudette San Ferdinando? Yes, yes, that is wonderful. Claudia San Francisco. I said Claudette. Listen, I don't care. All I care about is, can you fly? Can I fly? Ha! 
I am one of the greatest pilots in the world. Of course you are. Look, Clara, I need pilots, good ones. I don't care if you can do loop-de-loops or whatever stupid tricks you pilots do. I just need to know you can get cargo from one place to another. I can do that. Excellent. Now, go over there and get in that plane and prove it. Um, sure. You number 42? Bell? Afraid not. Oh, um, uh, then yes. I'm number 42. Excellent. Give me your card. Thank you. And what's your name? I am Claudette San Ferdinando. Pleasure to meet you, Claudette San Ferdinando. I'm Anne Marie. We're gonna hop onto this plane and you're gonna show me your stuff. Sound good? I, um, yes. I'm sorry. You just look like someone I... But you sound like... Ugh, never mind. Where are we flying? Just up and around. Need to make sure you know your stuff. You okay, boss? 42 applicants. 42 test flights. Gallons and gallons of petrol. Who thought starting a slightly criminal cargo enterprise would be so expensive? Probably those ladies you stole this here place from. Yes, thank you, Karim. I am quite sure they were. Damn Bernassis. Wherever they are, I hope they're enjoying themselves. Why is everything on fire? What? I'm pretty sure that has to do with the bomb I detonated. What? You could have at least given us more time to get out of the museum before doing that. What? Desperate times, Aunt Belle. The front was guarded and we needed an exit. Except all it did was lead us to a dead end. If it weren't for bad luck, oh, quick. Double back before... They're back! I am not looking forward to being sliced into shish kebabs by those bloodthirsty... I don't know what they are, but they had very big swords. I believe they're called assassins! No wonder Senora Orozco is willing to throw us after his little package. They must be after it too! I'd be angry with him if I wasn't so furious with myself for not figuring out that he'd let us off too easy. I'm not sure if we're gonna survive this one! That's what you said in Spain. But we managed to talk our way out of that scrape, didn't we? And somehow managed to wind up in a worse spot in London. As long as we're not dead, I think we're playing with house money. Yeah, speaking of which, if we don't deliver this package back to Senora Rosco by tomorrow morning, we may as well just stick around and wait for the flames to get us. Nonsense. The smoke would suffocate us first. So, you were on the run, getting into trouble. That sounds like every other adventure you told me about, Grandma Maddie. Yes. The biggest difference was that before, we were only ever on the terms of our enemies. This time, we were the ones creating the adventures ourselves. Doesn't sound like it was working out too well for you. Plus, you went on the run because of your enemy. We were on the run in spite of him. Important distinction there, sweetie. Anyway, while we were off dealing with our troubles, Jamal got knee-deep in his own. All right, you idiots. 
we're going to do this like we rehearsed, yes? I don't want any surprises. You know how rich people protect their investment and do their due diligence. So, the less we talk, the less likely we're going to spill the beans. No going off script, Karine. It was one time. And that is two times too many. Now, Clarice. Claudette. That's what I said. Stay hidden. I don't want anyone to know you're the actual pilot of this operation. Be like a child. Neither seen nor heard. God forbid you ever have children, Jamal. I have seven. I think. Maybe eight. Six. I've never heard them or seen them. Ah, fatherhood has made me a better man. Don't worry, Claudette. You're doing great. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Good luck with Fatso there. Now remember, Viscount Rotko von Hubble is a temperamental man, known to succumb to fits of inexplicable rage. I once saw him kill a man with a billiard ball because he hated the man's shoes. What was his problem with the shoes? He did not care for their color. And what color was that? I believe it was brown. But I'm wearing brown shoes! Ah, you'll be fine. How can you know that? Because when it comes to women... Viscount Rutger von Hubble has never looked lower than their... Well, let us say just that uh, Viscount Rutger von Hubble is easily distracted. Charming. And by the size of those turrets, it seems like he's compensating, too. I'll have you know that this castle's wine cellar is one of the most well-regarded in all of... Ah, here he comes. <clears throat> With a half-dozen armed men. Yes, yes, that shouldn't concern you. Now, let me do the talking. <laughs> Hello there, Viscount Rotka von Hubble. How wonderful to see you again. Jamal, you old sand devil. It has been too long. Ah, oh, Rutka, it has. When was the last time I saw you? Was it in Cairo? Milan, you old fool. <laughs> yes, Milan. That was where you murdered Gregory Valencia. That idiot did not straighten his collar. What sort of man does that? A dead man. (laughs) (laughs) We had good times, didn't we? We still do. Here, allow me to introduce you to my business partners. Oh, Belle and Madeline Bernassi. The queens of uh, whatever it was. How I've longed to meet you both. The stories of you do not match your beauty. Yes, a pair of beauties. Two pair. You must excuse them, Viscount. Both Belle and Madeline have the worst sore throats. Oh, that flying in the cold night air is terrible for your health. As if it matters. I've never been one to want a woman to talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. uh, Well, you contacted me because you needed something shipped, yes? Indeed. I needed the best pilots in Europe to transport some precious cargo to Madrid. Normally I would take it myself, but uh, you know how it is with all these fascists running around. They don't much care for Viscounts. Yes, yes, of course. And what is this precious cargo? Bring her here, boys. My mistress, uh, well, former mistress, Yasmin. What? She has been less than agreeable as of late. Sad state of affairs, really. Ah, uh, yes. And you want us to... Take her to Madrid, give her to a man known as Le Loup de Tiber. He will know what needs to be done. Yes. No! Sorry, but no. <laughs> Excuse me, what was that, Mademoiselle Bernassi? <laughs> what are you doing? I thought I said no ad-libbing. I'm sorry. What I meant to say was hell no. Oh, no. Oh. 
not mad, I'm just disappointed. That's worse than being mad. Take it however you want. I'm going to agree with Aunt Belle. Disappointed is worse than mad. Thank you, Madeline. Oh, don't misunderstand me. I'm disappointed in you, too. If we had only tried to get our home back from Jamal, this never would have happened. You know, all I was trying to do was make a better life for us. By getting us in trouble with Barcelonian crime lords? By getting us chased through London by assassins? By being sold by them to these people? And instead of escaping, trying to steal their magic idol? Oh, come on, Madeline. These people are just some idiots from New York with a private island that has a volcano. Use guys have stolen our idol. And for that, Yuzel's pays the ultimate price. I'm assuming that price is being lowered into lava? Yes! It will appease our god, the Great Larry! The Great Larry? Madeline, their god is named Larry. Do you really want them to explain? In 1902, the Great Larry Finkelstein had the vision! See what you've started, Madeline? Now we have to listen to him drone on and on about the wonderful Larry Finkelstein. And that vision was of a great moon. Not our moon, but the first moon! Which hung up was the skies. You know, this is very interesting and, and, and somewhat derivative, but let me learn you something, buddy. Always pat down your prisoners before you tie them up. Aunt Belle, you're free! Did she just cut herself loose? I did. Kept the knife hidden in my sleeve. Now hang tight while I take care of these idiots. How? You're outnumbered! Now, would you know? You're blind. Blind, but not stupid. <laughs> like stupid ever stopped Aunt Belle. Jason David! So long, you mooks. Go with Larry. See? Easy enough. That sounded impressive. Was it impressive? Eh. Thank you for your criticism, Madeline. Would have been nice if you had helped us down instead of leaving us suspended over a volcano. One second. Don't move. This knife is pretty sharp. There we are. See? Safe and sound. My wrists hurt. Aunt Belle, can we go home now? You really want to go back? But hasn't this been an adventure? Just like... Aunt Belle, please don't try to finish that sentence. The only difference between going home or continuing is home has my bed. Very well. It will be difficult to win our home back, Madeline. Jamal is a crafty one. Who knows what dastardly plans he has in store? We'll need to go in fully armed. I found a sword! Excellent. We're off to a good start. Idiots! You stupid, moronic idiots! Back home, and with nothing to show for it. I wasn't going to sell a woman into slavery, Jamal. Neither was I, you fool. I'm a criminal, not a monster. Well, maybe half of one. A quarter. I was I was going to take the Viscount's money and make sure Jasmine got uh, somewhere safe. But then you had to go and shoot him before he gave us the money. Oh, I don't want your dirty money. And neither does Corinne or Claudette. All money is dirty. There were other options besides shooting him and... And if you were going to do so, you should have killed him. Now he's going to hunt us all down. We're dead men. And women. All of us. Because you are too stupid to wait for two minutes. You're saying we're going to have to go on the lamp. That is exactly what I'm saying. Not of those words, but we stay here. 
the Viscounts would come and find us and... And it's too late! Who's that? Give me those binoculars. It's a pair of planes. It's the Bernasis. Praise be to Allah. Wait, no! That's almost as bad! No, wait! Yes! Make up your mind! Yes, this is exactly what we need. Need as in good or need as in bad? As in good. If the Bernasis are here, then the Viscount won't be looking for us because he'll have found them. That feels slightly cutthroat, even against Bernasi. As I see it, we have two choices. One, wait here for the Viscount to find us and kill us. Or two, let him find the Bernasis and we'll go off scot-free. I'll choose an option too. I'll take two as well. Excellent. Let's get airborne. Once we're clear of Banasi, we can... Find some place to drop off Jasmine? Sure, whatever, so long as we keep running. Have you ever been to Shanghai? My cousin tells me it is lovely for criminals like us. You have to go on without me. What's that? You can pilot on your own, Jamal. And the four of you shouldn't weigh things down too much. But Claudette, the Visconti... Never saw me. It was only you three when you went to meet him. I'm safe. Then why are you staying? Because Belle remembered my name once. And after the last few days, I've come to really appreciate that. You're a good woman. You know that, Claudette San Ferdinando? You're a fool is what you are. I want to get into the air before they get on the land. So long, Carissa San Antonio. Claudette. All right, you brigands. Claudette? What are you doing here? I've got a plane. You need pilots. Figured I could work for you instead of against you for a change. Might even be able to swing a few of my old crew. If you promise to pay. And overlook their overall hygiene. Where's Jamal? And our dubious doubles. We should probably go inside. I'll explain over a drink. Oh no! My sword! Maybe I can fish it out of the water if I just... Don't worry. You won't need it, Kingston. Actually, I think he might. That bad? That bad. You have a lot of other weapons, right? You know who you're talking to. So wait. Claudette? Claudette San Ferdinando? That Claudette San Ferdinando joined your team? For a little while, at least. And the Vicon? What about him? Oh, he came back. But we're not up to that part yet. Fine, but what does this have to do with me texting? Nothing. But it got you to stop staring at your phone for five minutes. <sighs> Fair enough. What's his name? Oh, I... well... You don't have to tell me if you don't want I'll let you know when it's something real. Fair enough. Now, get in the car. I want to hot rod this thing before your mom realizes I stole the car again. Queens of the Sapphire Sea, Episode 203, Out of Our Debts, written by Adam Lance Garcia. Created by Steel Tyler Philippec. Produced by Steel Tyler Philippec and Adam Lance Garcia. Sound designed and sound recorded by Steel Tyler Philippac. Starring the voice work of Catherine Frey, Sarah Smithton, Johnny Pomato, Jean-Marco Ceresi, Steel Tyler Philippac, and Evangelia Artemis.
Music by Adam Nash. For a full list of sound effects credits, please visit our website, radioroomshow.com, or check us out on Twitter at Real Radio Room for news, updates, and more information. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, or any fine podcatcher.